Hi, you guys. I'm back. <laughs> and I hope you're back too. My last episode did really well. So thank you so much, first of all. Um, this week I've got commentary on, surprise, <laughs> Prince Harry, Oprah Winfrey, and Meghan Markle. The latest on their latest headlines, as well as the latest hot celebrity goss that we all cannot live without. Daily Mail headlines. (laughs) So we go in, talk about those a little bit, and that's it. That's all she wrote. All right, stick around because I'm going in. You guys, here's the disclaimer. First of all, The word indignant. I want you to know I came up with that on the spot. (laughs) The word is indignant. (laughs) But the word indignant, I'm going to look into getting that into the Urban Dictionary. (laughs) I think it sounds interesting. (laughs) Look into that. Uh, But most importantly, I want to give a trigger warning. We, I get into Harry and Megan, their story, what happened during it, when they talk about Megan wanting to harm herself. Um, I want that to be, I don't want to set anybody off. It's not a difficult, it's not an easy topic to either listen to or talk about. It wasn't easy for me either to talk about it. So trigger warning there. And also when I'm talking around in and around this topic, there's always exceptions to every case. I am not a doctor, a psychologist, a journalist, none of the above. This is all personal opinion, allegation, so on and so forth. And um, then I just want to mention it's interesting when in the past I'd thought about maybe doing an entertainment reporting blog, whatever it might be. I always thought that I wanted a different angle than other people that were reporting on this type of thing out there. And I always thought that I would try and look at things through a psychological lens because that's what interests me, but not to make the mistake that this is 60 minutes (laughs) because it's not. But anyways, lo and behold, that sort of seems where these podcasts do seem to be coming from and um the reason i talk about hair Harry megan so much is because obviously it's a huge story it's not going anywhere it hasn't gone anywhere it involves family it involves cultures it involves mental health so it's kind of it interests me and that's it all right moving on Another quick disclaimer. If you listen to this, particularly the intense parts, please listen to it right through or somebody is liable to lose their minds. (laughs) As I'm going through and I'm speaking and I'm trying to analyze, even I'm coming to realizations. And so I'm happy about that. And it's making more sense, sort of the more I talk about it, to me anyways. So if, again, if you are listening, 
You must listen right through. Thank you. Okay, you guys, late breaking news. <laughs> Oprah Winfrey's and Harry's series on Apple TV about mental health is out. I believe it's called The Me You Can't See or something to that effect. I actually watched an episode. It was okay as somebody with mental health issues. Did I learn anything? No. Um, I don't know. Maybe because I am already very aware of people with these issues, the systems that they have to deal with. Um, but it was well done, of course, to production value. And um, I did enjoy listening and hearing Lady Gaga's story and some other people's stories. Um... Anyways, in conjunction with the series coming out, of course, there were all the truth bombs, more truth bombs, as they've pegged the term, coming from Harry regarding his family. So I just want to read some of the things that he says and then just give a quick response. So on the Sussexes cry for help to the royal family. Harry says, I thought my family would help, but every single ask, request, warning, that was just met with total silence, total neglect. We spent four years trying to make it work. We did everything we possibly could to stay there and carry on doing the role, doing the job, but Megan was struggling. To Shay. I believe myself and many others at the end of the day the main reason why they left the country, the family, was because Megan wanted to. Yes, Harry wanted to leave the firm and he wasn't happy. But if had he ended up with somebody else, I don't think he would have left the country. I don't think everything would have played out the way it did. But it did. And so it's all should be all water under the bridge, but no, we're going to keep talking about it. <laughs> but he says, da -da -da, quote, but Megan was struggling. So in the end, he one of the main reasons he did it was to keep his wife happy, which is noble. On Harry's family stopping them from quitting, that he says that feeling of being trapped within the family, there was no option to, there was no option to leave. Are you in a prison like you're an adult? Two adults. Yell, kick, scream, do what you want. I can't believe that you were actually in a prison is what it sounds like. It just doesn't work like that. Like maybe the family was saying, no, you can't leave. Like, how could you leave? This is such a big deal. I doubt they were, you were behind bars. Let's just say it how it likely is. Eventually, when I made that decision for my family, I was still told, you can't do this. Well, yeah, they were probably ignorant because it was a big deal. And it's like, well, he says, and it's like, well, how bad does it have to get until I'm allowed to do this? Harry, you're allowed to do whatever you want. You are an adult. It's how you do it. 
She, Megan, was going to end her life. It shouldn't have to get like that. And to wish her to on Megan's wish to end her life. Megan decided to share with me the suicidal thoughts and the practicalities of how she was going to end her life. I believe she did that. I'm still not a thousand percent. Again, I repeat, that is not to say that I don't believe the other 99.9% of the people. I do. As a matter of fact, when I was watching the episode, Lady Gaga at one point was recounting her story. She says that she wanted to end her life. I immediately believed her. I believed her because she's never given me a reason to think she isn't telling the truth. I believe her because... I have looked into and listened to things she said in the past and she she was horribly raped and I believe became pregnant from that rape. But aside from that, I believe, don't quote me, but I believe I'm listening to my intuition and usually your intuition is based on facts that is stored in your brain. So I believe that she also has other mental health issues not solely caused by what happened to her and so when she said that she was suicidal yeah I believed her immediately Megan I believe that if she was it was caused by some sort of postpartum which you can also have while you're pregnant it doesn't always happen after and But somehow, because of the untruths that I've unearthed, and other people too, and because of other traits I've seen, I could see her using this to get out of a situation that she was not happy in. So he says, the thing that stopped her from seeing it through was how unfair it would be on me after everything that had happened to my mom and now to be put in a position to, of losing another woman in my life with a baby inside of her, our baby. So Megan considered suicide while she was carrying a baby? It's possible. But she didn't do it because she didn't want to hurt Harry. And there that's where I think the difference is. You know, maybe she didn't want to live anymore in those moments. That's different from being suicidal. I have been questioned and answered honestly that there have been in my life where I haven't wanted to be alive but I would never do it for the same reason she said because I would never want to hurt those left behind and so I think that's where it is I think there was the wording being suicidal as opposed to not wanting to be here is a there's a big difference Again, I'm going to speak from my experience. People that I have known 
and I've known a few that have taken their own lives, have had lifelong issues. They, to me, you could always see a certain sadness in them. When I heard that they had taken their own lives, I was rarely surprised, always shocked, rarely surprised. I believe this was a rough period for Megan. She did not know how to handle it. She was very unhappy. And I believe that she would do and say anything to get out of it. Um, God forbid, if that is indeed, if she was suicidal, suicidal, God forbid that she would have done that. And also God forgive me um, I'm, I'm just going from like everything I've gathered over the years from my experiences with other people in life and how I look at things. I'm just saying that people have certain personality traits, are flaws, and so does Meghan Markle. Then he says, on Charles' parenting, my father used to say to me when I was younger to both William and I, well, it was like that for me, so it's going to be like that for you. He says, that doesn't make sense. Just because you suffered doesn't mean your kids have to suffer. In fact, quite the opposite. But that's not always true. That's not always true. Older generation, they're older generation. They think a different way. They're not enlightened. They're not California new generation. They're not. You have to give people some credit too for not being perfect. I'm like, gosh, how many, how many of my friends and myself, our parents say things to us that annoy the hell of us, that make us feel like we're not heard, that make us feel like they're insensitive. But on the other hand, they also do a lot of incredible, loving things from us. But right now, Harry's just going in, going in, going in, going in on his family. For the love of God, I can't. Trying to repair the relationship. I think that we're able to speak truths in the most compassionate way possible. Therefore, leaving an opening for reconciliation and hearing. I don't think he's being that compassionate to his family. I don't. Maybe they weren't to him either. But it, it, but you're not either. So two wrongs don't make a right. And this is not helping any sort of reconciliation. As a matter of fact, I, I just can't believe how long and this is being drawn out for and how many more times you have to insult your family in public. He says, uh, on Megan helping her into therapy, I saw GPs, I saw doctors, I saw therapists, I saw that. I saw all sorts of people. But it was meeting meeting and being with Megan that I knew if I didn't do the therapy to fix myself I was gonna lose this woman who I couldn't see spending the rest of my who I could see spending the rest of my life with he, he's basically head over heels in love she he it's his mother it's his mother she saved him she became his mother she told him what to do. She told him how to do it. She gave him the strength. She showed him the way, or so he thinks. Harry, had he stayed in the UK, met a, a smart girl also, a strong girl also, he would have also had his happy ending. He's, 
he keeps saying about history repeating himself, repeating itself. I didn't want to lose this. I saw what happened to my mother. I da da da. da. My mother. He he just came out and said in these um, in these in the series, my mother was uh, was was dating a non-white man, and look what happened to her. He was saying essentially because she was dating Dodi uh, that the press went crazy, and that and look what ended up happening to her. Um, she also dated for two years prior to Dodi a Pakistani lung surgeon, a brown man. She lived through that. He keeps saying the press was going crazy on Megan. The press wasn't. You can barely find any paparazzi pictures of her in London. He's blowing it up. He's 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 immature. He's sensationalized. He's making he's he's seeing the worst case scenario. He's it's just anyways. He says, I was willing to drink. I was willing to take drugs. Yes, yeah, you were. Some people do that and they can never stop because they don't have the resources to go to to get the help. They don't have the good friends around them, the good social, the the, 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 the benefits in life, all the benefits in life to not connect. Why are you just focusing on how all the terrible things as if none of it was good? Okay, you want out. We understand. He just, I think the bottom line is, I think he over blows, he blows things up. He overthinks things. He's focusing on the negative. He was looking for a savior. Megan was the perfect person for him. She was looking for status, in my opinion. She got it. The doors were open. How hard it is for you over it. As an addendum to Harry's statements that he's been putting out. Uh, along with the Oprah Mental Health series about where he is in life. He says at one point that he believes his mother is proud, would be proud of him, is proud of him, looking down on him proudly. And I believe that she would be proud of how he treats his wife and that he is noble and sticks by her. Um, But I also believe that I think she is still heartbroken because she doesn't want her boys split up. I think that William is also hurting. William's not a perfect human being like the rest of us. He's made some mistakes. He's not as seemingly as warm as Harry. However, we know that he loved his mom and we know that he loved his brother. And I don't think that Diana is happy right now at that. And also, Harry says that he, you know, it was very difficult to leave. Yes, I believe that, the process, so on and so forth. He says in that they've done quite well. Like, he's kind of proud of where they are. And I will say, uh, yeah, they've done very well. But again, Let's not forget, your landing pad was first at a friend of David Foster's home 
on beautiful, I think, Vancouver Island. Gorgeous estate. That was where you first landed. And then you had your second landing pad at Tyler Perry's estate in California. And then you got a Netflix deal, Spotify deal, all of these things. You say at one point, Harry, as if he's listening, (laughs) you say that he didn't want to be Prince Harry. He just wanted to be Harry. All of this success and luxuries that he's been afforded is because he is Prince Harry. And yeah, they've done well because they are privileged. So I wouldn't be tapping myself on the back quite so generously, Harry. All right, you guys, so I'm going to go through some Daily Mail headlines, see what comes off the top of my head, and hopefully fill you in on really important stuff that we all need to know. (laughs) Basically, we all need distraction is what it is. All right, let's, here's a good one. Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker are the happiest couple on earth during a trip to, okay, I don't know where they went. So what's going on with Courtney and Travis Barker? Lately, there's been a lot of back and forth. Okay, we all know they're super happy together. I'm actually happy for them. I, they're both suited to each other. But there's been a lot of back and forth with his ex-wife, Shanna Mochler. She was a Miss USA. Basically, him, her and Travis were married for about four years. They have two or three children together. She had an older child with Oscar De La Hoya. Ever since him and Courtney have been together, the kids have seemed to have been spending a lot of time with Travis and Courtney. Shanna Mochler has sort of been throwing digs on social media, which, okay, Shanna Mochler, from all appearances, it's to me, she seems like she hasn't always been the most together person. She seems a little bit problematic. On the one hand, you know, I think she's problematic. On the other hand, I have sympathy for her because it can't be easy. At one one post, she put up something like trying to compete with all that money. I can't. She was basically saying that her kids are being, you know, lured in by the money and the fame and that, which I'm sure they are. Hello. And on the other hand, she said a lot of things that, you know, she is throwing digs and she she doesn't have to approach things that way, in my opinion. But everybody is who they are and he's shooting back and getting tattoos over the tattoo he had of her on his neck saying, like, don't trust people. And she's getting her tattoo erased and Courtney's tattooing over his tattoo. And there's digs going back and forth. Um, there's probably wrongs on both sides. His kids have said that she actually hasn't been a good mother. She's saying that the kids are being lured by all the money and that's why they're saying that. You know what? The truth, as usual, is probably somewhere in the middle. (laughs) It's probably somewhere in the middle. I mean, it must hurt to see your... Whether a good mother or a bad mother, it probably still hurts to see your kids 
being attracted to another family. On the other hand, maybe you didn't do enough. You could have been a mother, mother. I don't know. But there's a lot of back and forth. And it's a shame. Um, I don't know. I hope the kids turn out all right. Because obviously this is not ideal, uh, an ideal parent setting. Obviously, it doesn't look like it. So that's what's going on with that. Prince Harry is set to drop more truth bombs in his Apple TV mental health series with Oprah. I have a feeling, yes, we're going to be hearing more truth bombs about Harry, his family, his background. Hopefully they're not too hurtful to Harry's family. I'm not saying Harry's family is perfect, but I don't want to hear your private family drama. I don't want to hear I don't think it's right to do that to your family if they're good or if they're bad. Unless they're committing a crime, then fine, shame them. Uh, Kendall Jenner is accused of ripping off te- Austin-based tequila brand. And, okay, long story short, Kendall Jenner came out with a tequila brand... You know, all the kid, all the Kardashian kids, they need their own brand. They need their own thing. This is Kendall's thing, tequila. Now, this brand just came out. It's called, I don't know, 5112, I believe. Kendall's is called 818. The labels are both, they're both tequila brands. The labels are both yellow. The print is very similar. Does it look like she ripped them off? To me, yes, it does. It absolutely does. The bottles are very similar. She is also being uh, sort of uh, charged with claims of cultural appropriation. thousand percent. I think she is taking advantage of this. Apparently, she didn't do a lot of homework before she started a Mexican tequila brand. And now that she's doing all the promotion, she just went to Mexico to the fields She's got her hair in braids. She's looking sort of trying to look like a native Mexican. I don't think that's cool. I I don't think that's cool. I think that's going too far and using Mexican culture to sell something that you have not has nothing to do with the price of tea in China. And I don't think it's cool. It's just the Kardashians capitalizing on whatever they can and making more money, and I'm over it. Real Housewives of New Jersey, Dolores, no. Jennifer Flash's engagement ring from Alex Alex Rodriguez and a new J-Lo beauty ad. I would say, so she's, there's a picture of her, she's wearing A-Rod's engagement ring. I would say she taped this earlier. Nothing to see there. Drew Barrymore, Carly Kloss, Lisa Rinna reveals she finally met daughter Amelia's boyfriend, Scott Disick. Yeah, in the trailer for Housewives of Beverly Hills, she says, yeah, I met him. She doesn't say much more than that. She says that she hasn't met Kris Jenner yet. Um, I don't know if she, if she, (laughs) I don't think she should be too happy with her 19 year old dating someone. I think he's twice her age and that's been problematic. If I was her, I wouldn't be too happy. But from what I have seen from Lisa Rinna, she likes the fame almost any way she can get it. From what I can tell, maybe I'm wrong, but that's what it appears. That in my head, I think she's a little bit afraid for her daughter and a little bit happy that it's bringing her more attention. 
Shanna Mokler, here we go again, accuses ex of copying her relationship. Okay, he did copy a few things. He 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 had a flyover plane saying I love you for Shanna when they were married, and he also did that for Courtney on her birthday. Kylie Jenner posts image of daughter Stormy, three smirking while buried in the Stormy is so cute. I think Kylie Jenner is coming up with a children's line. Surprise, not better for reunion rolls on. So, okay, there's all this back and forth with A-Rod, Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez, the Boston Red Sox, the New York Yankees, or the Mets, or the Yankees. I don't know which one it is, but the Boston Red Sox have uh, posted some tributes to Jennifer Lopez. I don't know. Maybe it was in retaliation to Alex Rodriguez saying, go Yankees. Um, This is all getting a bit ridiculous. I don't know if I still believe that J-Lo and Ben are in a real relationship. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. This is all a little bit strange. We'll see as time goes on. Andy Cohen lovingly kisses his dog. Okay, that's nice. He gave up his dog. People criticized him for that, but he, he was having problems with his son and the dog. So I'm on Andy's side in this, but he loved that dog. There's no way he would have given it up easily. Uh, I believe it was the cover up that cost Princess Diana's life. So this journalist is saying, basically when Princess Diana gave that interview, she was somewhat coerced into giving the interview. Martin Bashir, who gave, who she did the interview with, basically made up some lies and sort of scared Diana in he he talked her into being more paranoid than she was about the the British royal family and and spying on her and that they wanted her dead and he basically told some lies and made some literal got some receipts and he scared her more than she already was so some people are saying she would have never did the interview if he hadn't coerced her. Um, who who knows? But Martin Bashir and the BBC is going to pay somewhat of a price for doing that. I don't think it was right. So that's that involved story. Jody Turner Smith looks incredible. Jody Turner Smith. Um, that's not what the article is about. But at one point, she is uh, dating Joshua Jackson. They had a baby together. She's a terrific actress. She's very beautiful. I love her style. I believe that she sort of indirectly said that. I think she said that Prince Harry shouldn't be dragging his family into everything. I think that's. Don't quote me on that. But I believe I came across recently in the last day or two that she said that. So. You know, she's British, and a lot of people feel that way, including myself. La, 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 la. Gigi Hadid. We love her. Billy Porter. Billy Porter came out. He revealed that he's had HIV for 14 years, I believe. Um, I have such a soft spot for people with HIV. My first love passed away from HIV. And some of the people I love most on this earth have been living with HIV and it breaks my heart. And I'm just happy that he could come out and say so freely and sorry that he had to hold it in that long. So blessings and good wishes to him, truly and truly. 
Britney Spears, that is ongoing. I don't know what this headline is about. I don't post too much about her because I find it all sad. And until we know more about the truth, I want to do whatever I can to not hurt her further. Uh, and I think I think we'll wrap it up there. Here's a late-breaking addendum to the Shanna Mokler, Travis Barker story. Uh, TMZ got Shanna Mokler on video. You know, lately her there's been a lot of back and forth between Travis, Shanna, their kids, saying things. So it has come, Shanna has said that the reason she divorced Travis was he had an affair with Kim Kardashian when they were married while he was married not Kim it has also come out that another celebrity her name is Aubrey O'Day she was friends with Kim during that time apparently she has also said that Kim was fooling around with Travis Barker at that time so Shanna Mochler was Stopped by TMZ. I don't know. It actually looks like it was set up. And asked about, you know, what's going on with her daughter. Da, da. And Shannon Mokler says that basically this is the second time that the Kardashians have ruined her life. Um, I don't know if any of this is true. So she's saying that the one time was Kim fooling around with her husband. And the second time has been Courtney sort of blinding her kids with all the money and power and fame that Shanna Mochler cannot compete with. And while it was set up, it looks like Shanna wanted to get her story out there because she's being made to look like a terrible mother and we don't know the truth about that. Like I said, three sides to every story. The truth is usually in the middle. Um, while she was talking and saying a few of these things, she looked very upset. She did look shaky. She looked... Basically, like, she can't compete with the Kardashians. So, I did have a little bit of sympathy for her, I have to say. And uh, just as importantly as addendums for Prince Harry, <laughs> we need addendums for Shanna Mochler, too. People are people, and my heart goes out to a lot of them. When I feel like I can criticize them, I also have to give them my empathy when I think they need it. They deserve it. And that's it. Wouldn't you know it? I tried to keep it shorter, but there's constantly breaking news. <laughs> so here we are again. I want to discuss the BBC investigation into Martin Bashir, which uncovered the fact that Martin Bashir coerced Princess Diana into doing that now infamous interview where she disclosed a lot of personal details. Um, what I know from the story is that Martin Bashir, the reporter who interviewed her, 
produced false documents to endear himself firstly to Diana's brother and for him to get Diana's brother to introduce him to Diana and then when he endeared himself to Diana he fed her all this false information literally false receipts uh, and stories and planted more insecurity and paranoia into Diana about her ex-husband uh, nannies, uh, security, all, all these things. He planted all these stories to basically get a more even her to speak, number one, and number two, to get an even more sensationalized interview. And apparently some people at the BBC knew and there was somewhat of a cover-up or they ignored it something to that effect it's all come to there was an investigation it came to a close today and it found that martin Bashir indeed coerced her into the interview and her brother has been saying this for years and trying to get it disclosed and open and out there to the public and so the two boys came out with their own separate statements um i was i first read harry's was the leading story on people.com uh william also had a story in there and his statement in there but harry's was the lead story because of course Harry is always the lead story in on people.com these days. So the headline for Harry was Prince Harry breaks silence on in- inquiry of Princess Diana's BBC interview. Quote, she lost her life because of this. Then he says the ripple effect of a culture of exploitation and unethical practices ultimately took her life. Prince Harry said. So when I read that, I thought, okay, he's jumping the gun a little bit. Um, I went in a little further. A couple of other, I think one other journalist and possibly her brother inferred the same thing. One journalist said, yes, he believes that, that this interview Also, there's a direct line to her death. I think her brother alluded to it. And Prince William gave, did not say anything to that effect, although alluded to the gravity and to it not being right at all. I will read what he said. Um, What I do want to say about Harry's statement, he... First of all, what I just read to you, the ripple effect of a culture of exploitation and unethical and unethical practices ultimately took her life. That language to me sounds like it came from Megan. Culture of exploitation and unethical practices. That sounds like Megan lingo to me. She's extremely smart and a good speaker. You know that I feel that she's a mother figure to him. He listens to a lot of what she says and believes in her. And so to me, that is her words. But the bottom line is he does believe that this interview, because what happened was she used Dodie Fayette's security as opposed to royal security because 
Martin Bashir made her paranoid about the British family spying on her and so on and so forth. So while we, I can see his point and it may very well be true, there are also a lot of other factors. He says the ripple effect led to her death. One could argue that the ripple effects of her dysfunctional marriage started the chain of events that possibly ended her life. You know, all of us, these decisions we make, all of the decisions we make, whether large or small, they can change our whole life. But there's, you have to take the whole thing into context. I personally don't believe that that was the sole reason why it ended in her life ending. She used Dodie's security because apparently they had massive security available for her. Maybe Dodie talked her into using their security. Maybe she just didn't want to use their security. She wanted to break away. There could be so many reasons why she didn't use royal security. At the end of the day, the driver from Dodie's security was drunk and that did take her life but again one could argue that this whole ripple effect started with the the fact that they just weren't that well suited charles just wasn't happy he had an affair Uh, diana had a bit of dysfunction when she was growing up and she didn't really know how to cope with things there are a number of things that led to the ripple effect this is, yes, this interview and the coercion and, and what followed afterwards is part of that, in my opinion. But Harry, he is dramatic, <laughs> coming from someone dramatic. He is passionate. He is impulsive. He, I could be wrong about everything, about all of this. I'm just giving my opinion and that's all it is. An opinion from Tana Banana. <laughs> Joe Schmo. Okay. Uh, but that's just my opinion. And so I just saw the difference in the two headlines. And I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, so now we have William's headline. William's headline was... Prince William slams the BBC after inquiry into Princess Diana's panorama interview my mother was deceived bbc's failures contributed significantly to her fear paranoia and isolation that i remember from those final years with her william said so william actually put out a video it's a couple of minutes long addressing this in his statement he says he strongly criticized the deceitful way the interview was obtained and defended his mother I would like to thank, he thanked the people who did the investigating. Um, He says um, what they found was extremely concerning. The BBC employees lied and used fake documents to obtain the interview that made with my mother that made lurid and false claims about the royal family, which played on her fears and fueled paranoia. 
William continued, it is in my view, the deceitful way the interview was obtained substantially influenced what my mother said. The interview was a major contribution to making my parents' relationship worse and has since hurt countless others. That's essentially what he said. He, you know, addresses the gravity. It contributed to his parents, making his parents' relationship worse. He, you know, pointed fingers at those who should take responsibility. Princess Diana... Yes, she gave this interview to Martin Bashir. She disclosed a lot of things. Three or four years prior, she also gave a private interview to someone that knowing she wanted it printed in a book. She wanted her truth printed in writing for people to know but she didn't want people to know that it was her actually feeding the information to the author which was Andrew Morton Andrew Morton it came to be known afterwards I think it was after her death that Diana recorded this interview I believe it was with her speech therapist who became a friend recorded the interview knowing it would be passed on to James Morton for the book So Diana was no stranger to using the media when she needed to or wanted to or felt she needed to. Um, She wasn't shy about doing it. Three to four years prior, she gave that interview for uh, James Morton's book. So yes, for this one, she was coerced. And it's gross what they did. Absolutely gross. And it did contribute to a lot of bad things and possibly her death. But Harry sees it. He paints it with one one broad stroke. Another reason Princess Diana gave the interview to Martin Bashir from the mouth of the man they say was one of her true loves, Dr. Amir Khan, I believe her name was, his name was something Khan, the doctor she dated before, Dodie. Um, He felt like the relationship wasn't going to work. He was a doctor. He didn't want all the publicity. He tried to talk her out of this interview with Martin Bashir, but he also said that she was intent on doing the interview because She wanted a divorce from Charles. The marriage was irretrievably broken at that point. She wanted a divorce, but she didn't want to be the first one to come out and say it. Like it was, it would have been difficult because, because of their stature, who they were, because people loved her so much because it was a big deal. She didn't want to be the one to call the divorce. So she told the doctor and this doctor by the way he rarely speaks about the relationship what she said what he said he's been very very private the reason I even read this he gave an interview to somebody who was part of this investigation into the BBC and the interview that's the only reason he came and spoke up about it anyways in this one interview he gave like 12 years later or something like that often he said that she was 
wanted to do the interview because she knew that if she did the interview, that that would be the last straw for the queen and the queen would be the one to say, okay, that's it, you guys. Cut the rope. Divorce. And he said, and that's exactly what happened. As soon as that interview came out, there was three of us in the marriage. The queen was like, okay, guys, enough. Divorce. Boom. The divorce was 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 announced shortly thereafter. So there are so many contributing factors. And I just wanted to say that when I read the two statements from the two boys, it was indicative of who the two boys are. One thinks a little more broadly and one holds a lot of resentment that this sounds simplistic to say but for his own healing if he would have a little bit more realization and a broader view and realize that it was a series of circumstances he would be happier and have less resentment that's all. I just wanted to note the two differences. That's all, guys. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. As I mentioned, my last episode did pretty well. I flattered that so many people would tune in to hear some chick right (laughs) but anyways I hope you got something out of it I hope you were entertained by the Daily Mail headlines (laughs) and I just want you to know how much I appreciate you take care of yourselves and see you next time bye guys